The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. What's going on across the sea? It ain't nothing. I ain't fronting. Y'all are coming with me. That's a live look at the Tostitos Plaza outside in front of the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center. Please, Chris, turn your mic off in the back and stop eating those chips live on air with us. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. That wasn't live. Oh, that wasn't live? <laughs> no. Uh, that's a live look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center where the high today is 60 degrees. It's currently like 58 degrees. I'm loving this weather that we're dealing with right now. This segment is brought to you by Wingstop, where Flavor gets his wings. He is six-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champion, black college football Hall of Famer, <sighs> road warrior. What else can we call you? The, 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 you the got big it. fridge. You completed it. You completed <laughs> it. that road kitchen. warrior. There you go. The road, yeah. the kitchen. The kitchen. Yeah. Sorry, the kitchen. Uh, one of uh, John Matten's all-time favorites. That is Uncle Nate Nathaniel Newton. Nice. This is Emmy Award-winning senior editor, book writer. I think Kurt wrote this book right here, too. Not that. He right. edited it or Not something on there. Either. Book writer, poet. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. A wearer of many colors. <laughs> he got colors Joy. on today. Yes. He got some color on today. He is Kurt Daniels. I am below average Jesse Holly. Together, no, no, we no. are hanging with the boys. The sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel, feel us when we speak. Yes, Nathaniel. Yeah. You look relaxed. I mean, not tired. <laughs> you, look re- you look relaxed. You feel good? Feel all right. A little yeah. spit. A little you know, spit. I could use a nap this afternoon. A little spit. That's amazing. A little spit. I didn't get a call yesterday. But oh, trying to get Aaron called. No, no, if, if we just keep it among ourselves, oh, we all right. A yeah. little spit. That is that's that's phenomenal. That's yeah. one of your best ones right there. Yeah. That's one of your best right there. You gonna double back today though? <laughs> Round two. You know, you get it when you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My question to Kurt is: When did you decide to wear uh, Washington Commanders colors? Wow! Ah, don't start. I'm, you know, wow. I can't win. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm wearing some color, and now I'm in trouble for wearing the wrong color. Come on now. I'll just go back to am my I blue. Right? I'll go am back I right, to my Nate. Nate. Am I right? I'll go You're back right. to You're my blue and my right. gray. We'll be all be good. <laughs> I like the color, man. It's all good. Don't let them. Don't let them get to you, Kurt. I like. I like the color. Don't. Don't. Don't let them. Uh, you either be Jason Friday the Thirteenth, a commando leader. Uh, you want. Uh, <laughs> all right, a little bit just of call him Major Teddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's get this show back to football. A couple of um of of house notes. The 2023 NFL Hall of Fame finalists have been announced. Um, On the senior board, Chuck Howley has been announced. But um, 
I, which one I think should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, DeMarcus Ware is a finalist. And if this doesn't happen, it, it will be it, it might be one of the biggest travesties and snubs of Hall of Fame inductees of all time. Uh, Darren Woodson is up again. And so I, I hope this is the year that Darren Woodson gets a call. And I know that we're we're biased, but if you've Nate, you played with him mm-hmm. on the football field, I've I've had many, 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 many interactions with Darren Woodson. Kurt, you've interacted with Darren Woodson. Chris, you've worked with Darren Woodson. And there isn't a better human being yeah. like that represents the game. Not only did he play the game at an extremely high level, three-time Super Bowl champion, like, but there aren't many people who are good people or better people than Darren Woodson. And I know the Hall of Fame isn't a, a, a you know who's good, who's bad as far as people, but it's time. It, it's yeah. time that Darren Woodson gets his his just due. And, and Nate, again. You know, as as a teammate of his, uh, I mean, just what what did he mean to those championship defenses when he was roaming back there? He was everything, man. It just I I, I listened to all of this and uh, and uh, we I, I can't think uh, Gossage is I'm pronouncing it right, Chris. Oh, the Goslin, Goslin. You know what? Sometime. You have to stand up on the table, I mean literally, and ask what is your what is your personal grind, what is your axe that you're grinding. Sometimes, if I was in that room, I would stand up on the table and say, well, "What is it that you personally have against this man? You you're not held accountable to the public on how you vote, but you are held accountable to us guys in the room. What is it? Tell me why not, because I can tell you why." Everybody has a sponsor. Mm. I can tell you why, but tell me why not. You put every conceivable stillers, deservedly so, in 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 the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Starting back to you don't know when. Uh, I, I thought Lynn Swan had greater numbers. Than what he had, and I knew this. I know this wasn't a passing league, but when I heard the numbers that got Lynn Swan in, I'm saying Woody's numbers as a defensive player are better. You know, we talking about two teams that had three Super Bowls, or maybe they had more, but I'm talking about the type of player that he was, Lynn Swan to his team, into the NFL was the same guy Darren Woodson is to the NFL into what he was to our team. So when you look at this right here, you see how they can continually pass him up. And you look at the safeties that are in there, you'd be like, how? More athletic, just as intelligent, if not more. Done their TV stints just like they did. Paid, Paid his dues. I'm talking about everything that's football connected. See, uh, I heard you, I've heard uh, Mickey, and I've heard uh, Nick Eatman. Yeah, I understand about the off-the-field cat, but I'm talking about what he brought on that field should be enough mm-hmm. to get him in. 
if, if, if these young guys and the older guys, everybody want to put it on the young guys, if these older guys, because young guys went in there when it started six years ago with Woody, if these older guys would, like, they try to check players. Well, I don't, the film don't lie. The film don't lie. Go watch it. That, that, that is what makes me mad. Go watch it. Go talk to the people that play football are the coaches that have coached. Go to any coach on any opposing team that saw Darren Wilson on a regular basis and say, is he a Hall of Famer? He's going to say, yeah. And then they're going to ask you, why, why haven't you voted him in? And then, like we get, like most uh, sports people do, does, we can't do it here now because of this phone, but like most of these guys, I don't have to answer that. Hmm. But you will go to players and seek what you need. You will go to uh, GMs and seek what you need. You will go to everybody and seek what you need. But for us to ask you on a panel of guys and girls, hey, why wasn't he good enough? Oh, I don't have to. You know, that's that's what we do behind <laughs> closed doors. Come on now. Yeah. Come on. So we got two guys, three guys that's up. All three are very deserving. And if you don't put them in, okay, that's fine. But you're doing the world a disservice. I'm talking about the football community. Everybody's not a sports fan. You're doing the football community a disservice. That's that's who you are. That's who you've been being for all of these years. But Cowboys, just continue to be patient. But please don't put this man in there when he's walking up there with a cane and can't articulate what <laughs> needs to be said. We don't need that. Right. No, it, uh, there's nothing more to be said at all about that. And I got an opportunity to play with DeMarcus yeah. Ware um, for three seasons. And, you know, it's it's almost similar to Woody. Um, one of the nicest superstars that you'll ever yeah. meet. Um, I still have a signed pair of cleats from DeMarcus Ware. I'm waiting for him to get in the Hall of Fame so I can go down <laughs> there and say, hey, just put HOF on the NBs for me, please. So, um, I can, so I can get all the value on All them. the value on them. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and the day he gave them to me, I never asked. Oh, really? I never asked. Huh. He was cleaning out his locker, and he had a pair that black and the October one, yeah. the black and pink ones. And he just like, yo, Jess, uh, you want these? And at the time, I'm thinking, yeah, sure, I can give them away to somebody. Then he goes, oh, no, no, come here, let me see. And he grabs a marker and he signs them for me, both cleats. And he says, well, I said, well, these aren't going to anybody now. These, <laughs> yeah. these, will, go, these right. will go home to me. And I still have them. But, you know, he just still one of the nicest guy will text me, uh, like, superstar will text you back. Like, you know, yeah. there are superstars. That, you mean that, to tell me he don't tell you to go to his folks and set up? No, a- no, no. I've never been told by DeMarcus where to, hey, see so-and-so and so-and-so that didn't deal. No, <laughs> no. He actually texts me back. And I've had some people that will be like, yo, see so-and-so. And I, I'm I'm like, all right, I'm good. No, yeah. thank you. Like, yeah. anytime I got to go through somebody else to reach to a person that I – that I share the field with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, thank you. I'm good on that. But DeMarcus Ware, I mean, his numbers speak for themselves. He's one of those dudes who I um I'll never forget this story. I I I said the other day that, you know, these guys aren't superhuman. I thought DeMarcus Ware was superhuman. We were in the weight room and uh he was lifting with the offensive lineman. And they were power cleaning. And uh he had mm. Man, he had to have some weight on that. 305. Right. 
315 or something like that, power cleaning. And when it's his turn to go, he, you know, he got his straps and he, he locked in. And he did 10 reps like I've never seen a human being with that amount of weight do hand cleans before. It looked like he was doing warm-up jumping jacks. <laughs> wow. I remember I'm standing there and I'm like, that is not human. And he just boom, 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 <laughs> 10 reps of like 310, 315 hang cleans. And I thought to myself, these, these, and when you look at the market, huh? it just made different. And he's not the biggest of, of, of humans. Like he wasn't this, like he wasn't Larry lean, Allen, lean, you know, yeah. with just big mammoth humans. Yeah. He was just, he was lean. He was, he had that country strength though. He, yeah. He's just a different type of strength. And so I, I hope, I don't, I don't know Chuck Howley. That's, that's, trust me. I, was, I watched him. We watched him. Well, well, I watched him when I was a kid. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, 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 good, good man. But I'm going to tell you about D-Way. I, I remember first meeting when he got drafted uh, by the Cowboys. And, you know, we used to do this thing. I used to work for this company, and uh, he came out to North Texas. And he said, hey, man, big nude. And I'm like, yeah, man, how you doing, young young fella? Boy, good to see you. Glad you got – you know, better come from Troy. Mm-hmm. Is I'm correct? Troy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, great, man, good. To see- man, help me out, man. Give me some pointers. Give me some tips. I said, bro, uh, you might have to go to Charles Haley or someone like that, and he can help you out. But I said, I'm going to tell you what. When I look at you, because, you know, he was – you know how you come out of college, you ain't as thick and right. as strong mm-hmm. as you're going to be in a couple of years. I looked at him and I said, bro, what you need to do is not let me lay hands on you. Yeah. <laughs> I said, because if I put my hands on you, I'm going to deal with you. I said, so whether there's a pass rush or I run, just remember, get up in the morning, I ain't letting them put their hands on me. <laughs> and you know, he developed that little – where they went to punch him, and yeah. he'll, oh, he'll dip. Oh, they call they call yeah. it the ghost move. Yeah, now. yeah, they call it the ghost yeah. Move. They call he, it the ghost. And he he played that. He like yeah. I ain't willing you put your hands on me, big fella. You know so. And he used to ha- he used to if you go back and watch like Demarcus wear his the way his helmet straps would be, he would leave them. You can get them yeah. cut. He would right. leave them up there. Right. And he would bend them a little bit. Right. And then he said, "I'm I'm fast like a bobcat." So he's like, right. he's always, <laughs> yeah. like really? yeah. he always he would always have the tips of it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm fast like a bobcat. And sure enough, before. you know. And then watching watching veteran Demarcus Ware and young Tyron Smith, like that was must see. T- like a lot of times you'll come to practice, you say, "Oh, let's see one on ones. Let's see goal line." No. Sometimes just watching half line. And watching Demarcus Ware go up against Tyron Smith, that used to be like nice. much CTV. Yeah. We would be in the meeting rooms like, "Hey, coach, when we get done, can we see? Can we see that?" <laughs> and watching them two go at it over and over. And then the greatest thing about Demarcus Ware was after the reps are done and we move on to the next period, especially whatever, he he grabbed Tyron, pull him over to the field. And they be working, working hands, hands, yeah, working hands. hands. Yeah. He be showing them like, listen, when I when I get ready to do, you know, when I do this, you gotta you gotta reset. Yeah. I mean, he just and it, it just was pouring into that young player all of the knowledge that he had, um, and then you know to watch him go out there each and every Sunday was just remarkable. <laughs> it did, it did. I remember Dave Lawrence coming out there for to go up against Tyron. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Boy, that was. Yeah. <laughs> hey, T- 
Tech Lawrence have no other choice <laughs> but to talk to Tyron after practice. <laughs> Humiliation, yeah. dog. When you, when, you, when you go up against Ooh. that every single day, the next guy to come along after him. Yeah. Sorry, young fella. Like, fellas. I've seen the best, Sorry, dog. young fella. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got a lot to learn. You got a lot, you got a lot to learn. <laughs> All right, man. So, Hall of Fame people, do what you're supposed to do. Do what's right. Get these guys in the Hall of Fame. Chuck Howell, um, Chuck Howley, DeMarcus Ware, Darren Woodson. DeMarcus Woodson, me, should have been a first ballot Hall yeah, of Famer, but yeah. they did all this. You know, someone's got to get in this, this mm. turn. Nah, just do what is right. All right, when we come back from the Bake Cowboys, Washington 325 this Sunday, Washington's offense with Sam Howell leading the way versus Cowboys defense. Have they kind of figured this thing out at cornerback? We asked Dan Quinn to see what he has to say and what he's looking forward to doing. Stay right here with us. This is Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star? and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this Thursday edition. The Cowboys are set to lock horns with the Washington, I was about to call them the Philadelphia Commanders, the (laughs) Washington Commanders this Sunday at 325. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain, blockchain blockchain.com. Also, NFL Fan of the Year. James Wright is your 2022 Cowboys Fan of the Year. James brings the spice to every Cowboys game, and now he needs you you to help bring him to the Super Bowl. Vote James to be given the ultimate title of of NFL Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan. By casting your vote on 
NFL.com slash fan of the year. I know James. James is always a guy that comes in the suit, blue and white suit, oh. has the gloves on, glasses, kind of like New Year's type suit. So, yeah. Cool. Shout out to you, James Wright. I think that's the same guy, James Wright. Well, such is life. All okay. right, Cowboys defense, Washington offense. I'll start with the Cowboys defense. And one of the troubled areas outside of the injuries that the Cowboys have faced is trying to find out what they're going to do at this cornerback position. Um, it's, you know, you lose Jordan Lewis early in the year, then you lose Anthony Brown, and now it's kind of been almost this thing where, all right, who's going to be opposite of Anthony, excuse me, of Diggs, uh, Diggs Trayvon Diggs in this secondary? They tried out Kelvin Joseph. They did a little bit of uh, the, the young kid, Bland, Deron Bland, and they used some of Nashawn Wright. We had a pretty decent game last mm-hmm. game, but – Similar to the way we've been doing this offensive line with this musical chairs thing, I don't think that really works as well on the defensive end because getting calls, getting rhythm, trying to find out how guys are playing throughout the game, you kind of need to get have a guy to go out there and and set one. And Dan, Dan Quinn was asked about that this week, and his response was that they'll figure out the cornerback so they can set it for the playoffs. They you know, set. It's set. You're saying yeah. it's set. Yeah. Whereas, Sounds like they're still kind of – Nah, Nation, uh, Bland, and I can't think of the other the uh, new guy. That they set, they set Diggs on the other side. They set. It's time to rock and roll. You you can do all that other stuff. They set, man. Yeah, it sounded that, like they wanted. They were kid, still going to experiment a little this week, so they were set for the playoffs. No, man, we trying to beat the Commanders. If, if that ain't on your mind, you know what? I ain't, I ain't going to even go there because it seems like I'm bragging. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> nah. I mean, when you look at, you know, trying to find that cornerback spot, you're you're up against, you know. Terry? Probably, yeah, Scary Terry, probably one of the best receivers. You know, you can argue first or second best receiver in the NFC. Third, top three NFCs, mm-hmm. are, you know, in the NFC. With, with A.J. Brown and C.D. Lamb, Terry McLaurin is in that mix. This is his third 1,000-yard uh, season, a pro bowler. Um, this year, they set them down in the first meeting. So, is that something to look at when they come back out the second meeting? Will they be able to kind of control Scary Terry, or they're still going to just say they, stay, stay they on got your two side? Players, they got two players. You know, they got two players. Scary one, Terry, Jahan Dotson. He okay? Okay. <laughs> the, the other players that is the new running back. It's Brian Robinson Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. Who they didn't have in the first meeting when we no. played them. He was recovering from being shot in the I'm, leg. I'm loving you, man. I'm Two-time. loving you, dog. Me or, yeah, or I'm loving you. No, you. Me. Okay. Because. I love you back. Yeah, this ain't. Man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Don't All do right. it. We're All not. Right. You know, you can't do it. I'm uh, not doing it. But I you can't do it. Don't make these people more than what they are. Yeah. <laughs> they. If he wasn't a Tar Heel, I'd kill it. <laughs> this dude ain't played a down in the National Football League. Speaking about their quarterback, yeah. Sam Howe, who's getting to start this week over Heineke and um, uh, uh, Carson Wentz. Unless they choose to do like uh, the Bears did and say, I don't care where, how the game going, we just going to run the ball. Unless they can choose to do that, how? Now their defense is scary. They defense, but they offense, 
You don't have a quarterback to get this Samuel the ball and Terry the ball. You don't have a guy. Now, so – Go ahead, Kurt. Well, I mean, is it – obviously he hasn't played, but they don't have film on him. Does that make a difference? They, they know what to expect. If you stop the run and within two series, coach should say – the DB should be saying – <laughs> oh, they should be like, uh-oh, unknown, unknown commodity. Now, I, I, I'll give you two series to figure that out. I, I will. But it just – and I've been wrong on quarterbacks. That, that, that is my worst position. To, if you ask me about a quarterback coming out, I will always give you the one that's going to fail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at here. Carson Wentz, who was bigger on Carson Wentz than Nate knew? Yeah, I will give you the one that's going to fail. The kid in Minnesota who's having success, that was my man. Hmm. You know, do you feel me now? Do you, uh, yeah, I feel you. You're getting ready to get upset in the playoffs. You like yeah. that. You yeah, do you like that? Yeah, you like that. Yeah, how have it go? You feel me now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got that a t shirt for you. You yeah. feel me now? I yeah. like that. I like Man. that. But to, your, but to your point, Nate, you know, the Washington. Trying to crack a joke on the slide. Oh, oh, no, that's a, that's a great t shirt for you. You feel me now? I like that. Man, that makes me mad. We need to kill The me, first dude. meeting when we played the Washington Commanders, they averaged 5.26 yards a carry. So they're going to try to come out. Yeah. And they didn't have Brian Robinson, who is more of the physical yes, breaking tackles, Ooh, big man. contact balance, right? That, 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 that part of their game, they didn't have the first time around because he was, you know, he was recovering from his injury. They will have that this time with the mixture of Gibson and, and some other backs that they yeah. use. And well, you've seen him more than this. I mean, that first game Wentz played, who was a statue back Correct. there. How run on you, right? He will definitely run on you. I so saw you put down here his final year in college. He almost had a thousand yards rushing, eight hundred and twenty-eight yards rushing his final year at UNC. And you know, it's always the when um, when a white guy is athletic, it's sneaky athletic, right? It's, it's sneaky <laughs> fast, it's sneaky athletic, you know. But but that that is that is Sam Howe. Yeah. He he's a sneaky athletic type of dude. He will definitely pull it down and run if the opportunity present, presents itself. Um but he's also a quarterback. I mean he he broke I think now they broke him again, but he had broken all of the records at UNC mm. for passing yards. So oh, really? yeah, he'll sling the thing around. The, he'll sling it now. Yeah. He he will definitely let that thing fly. But but again, he's a rookie. Yeah. With zero NFL experience, zero NFL starts. This should be one of those things as a defensive coordinator, a DB coach, a linebacker coach, a D-line coach, whatever. What we're saying, we're going to heat this kid up. Stay in – the defensive line coach, stay in your pass rush lanes. He's a threat to run. That is the only time that we're going to be really challenged with this kid. He's a threat to run. Stay in your pass rush lanes early until we can get a, a bead on him. This, this late in the se- last game of the season, are, would they try to add in more RPOs or whatever stuff that that's probably all they worked on free him, him up? Where you know, Wentz, they're not doing that with Wentz really. So, could they see more of that kind of thing? That's what I would. My eighty percent of my deal would be that one, two. Get out of there. <laughs> That's the, I, I, I'm trying to save my kid. Now, you ain't drafting him just to beat him to death. I got great respect for what the Tennessee Titans did and not throwing their kid from Liberty to, to the Wolves now. Malik I said, yeah. You're going to throw this kid? Uh-uh, I'm making this game plan. One, two, okay. You know what? This kid can't handle it. 
what is it, Heineke? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You got another shot, which you shouldn't have never lost that shot to knock back to that the other dude. So, okay, my question to you is, what is beating him up? Like, like what is – because I think there's a fine line between letting you get on the field experience and letting you get beat up. The thing is – what they're ba- basing everything, they, they got to feel this. We have a defense that would not let you run. We have a defense that would keep you in the game. So let's run the ball, stay even or better in the chains. That's going to put him in uh, third and seven, second and uh, ten. We don't want him in the, the positions. We want every chance that is conceivable to run the ball, we will. And so now, if they can do that, they fine. But here's the headache. If you can't run the ball, uh, penalties start to mount up, where it's always second and long, always third and long. Here come the posse. Mm -hmm. Here they come, brother. And now he's going to get hit. He's going to get moved off the target. He's going to run out there one time and and run free real good. Then that's going to give him great confidence. Then he's going to run out there again and he's going to meet Parsons. Uh, he's going to meet uh, Jerron Curse coming downhill, and all of a sudden he's going to get an NFL tag. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he's like, whoa. And now for two plays, he's trying to gather his thoughts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the coach talking in his head, and that's messing with him. Is it God or is it the coach? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And all, yeah. Now he's going to get hurt because now he go to Pat. Right. That is the worst case scenario for a young guy. Thing in the pocket. Yeah. Mm. No, no, want that. I'm looking. I'm surprised that Washington's in the top half of the league in RPOs and in uh, play action. So it might not be that big of a I'm change they, for their offense. And they've got this kind They of have been. They gonna have to do this for this kid. Uh, that's how Wentz made his living early at Philadelphia. That that was his thing. I don't know what happened to him, but maybe just because I liked him, he just uh, Nate liked me. I don't care. It's been the same yeah. since that knee injury. No, once yeah. the injury happened and the Super Bowl run went on without him, and they won the Super Bowl, and everybody praised and loved Nick Foles. Mentally, he just hasn't. Then been. they put a statue up of Nick Foles instead of him. <laughs> Nick Foles statue. <laughs> they didn't put a Nick Foles statue up. They put Rocky up. That, no, they didn't. Rocky in Philadelphia is up. No, he's not. Rocky. Yes, he is. It's Rocky, Rocky in Philadelphia character. is up. Oh, the movie character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought you meant like Sylvester. So like, yeah. Yeah. It's but, Sylvester but, Stallone. It's Sylvester Stallone. Right. But now Carson you're starting to sound like Uncle Nate. I know, right? <laughs> but Nate Foe doesn't have a statue up, does he? Yeah, Rocky. That's the modern day Rocky for them. <laughs> All right. Uh, ben Franklin up there, too. The Liberty Bell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the crack Liberty Bell. Uh, you can tell. You can tell I was sleeping. Yeah, this is a lot of people love that crack. I mean, the Liberty Bell. All right. Uh, so just... as we head into our last break of the show, when we come back, we'll dive into a little bit of the Cowboys defense. What do they have to do? Are they getting some players back for uh, for the playoffs? Uh, one in particular, a linebacker. Working his way, I saw him out there in the field, working mm-hmm. his way back to getting back out there. Sometimes you, you know, you you miss you miss little Bay when she gone, and when she come <laughs> back, you know, you be like, hey Bay, I miss you. We can you. at least cut fifty yards off of that rush game. Okay, we'll see. From one hundred seventy-five down to one hundred twenty-five. <laughs> this is hanging with the boys. We'll be right back. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? 
Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo quiero, yo quiero guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Welcome back to Hanging with the Show as we break down the Cowboys defense versus the Washington Commanders offense. And I just want to do a quick little update because I know that we were all, the nation, the world, were all locked in on the incident that happened Monday night with um, DeMar Hamlin. And as we've seen throughout the last couple of days, you know, glory to God that there has been improvement for that young man. And last night, some teammates came out and said that he was, his eyes have opened up, he's awake, he's alert, um, that he's squeezing some of the family members' hands. And there was just a report that came out, and this is such a, um, <laughs> this is such a football player. This is, this is, this is just how things go at times. And it's a, it's a, it's a great sight. It's a great thing to hear. Um, but last night they said that uh, when Demar woke. Um, he asked, not speaking, but, you know, writing out or, or, or symboling out to the family members, he wanted to know who won the game. Mm-hmm. So when he was alert enough last night when he woke up, he asked family members and doctors um, who won the game. And the doctors told him, you won. You won the game of life. So there's an update for, uh, for, Ham, for Hamlin. And it seems as if every single day he's progressing more and more and more. Uh, but just the football person, the football player in him, he wants to know, you know, who who won the game. Uh, and, and the game's not important, but to, to see that he's having that type of recovery is definitely um, 
a happy sign yeah, for, for us all. Everything seems to be going in the right direction. Yep, which is, yep. and, and whether he ever plays football again, that that's not the concern. Our concern is that this kid is alive, this kid is progressing, um, that he'll have an opportunity to, 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 to for his family to see him, he to see his family, and just, you know, the one thing I, 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 I do anticipate um, from him is that he makes a full recovery, but that he can see the outpour of love that was distributed from every organization, from teams, from players, from fans, from random people. Uh, there, the, the love that he has received in the last four days, um, and even for me personally, that that gives me hope that there are, you know, humanity is still mm-hmm. there's still good in the humanity. Yeah. You know, there's still good people out there. His charity has bloomed, you know, in donations over five, six million dollars, um, you know, and prayers to T. Higgins. You know, this he has to be going through some things as the receiver who was on the other end of that tackle. Mm-hmm. But to see this progress, I know helps him mentally to know that he is getting better. Um, he's not T. Higgins is in any way, shape or form, not the blame of what happened no. to DeMar. But still, there you know people are out there that are just stupid and, and and try to put the blame on him. But good sign that he is um, that he is progressing um, each yes. and every day. So yes. continue the prayers for Demar Hamlin. But that's the current update for him that just released a couple minutes ago while we were on break. So I wanted to update those um, who are listening about that. So and, and kudos to the first responders. Let me say that the first responders, the trainers, all of the doctors, the nurses. All the people who were Johnny on the spot right there because, you know, if you've ever been in a situation like that and needing care every second, every minute is valuable to your life. And they were right there to be able to do that. So shout out to all of our first responders and people who are out there every single day saving lives and uh, and doing that sometimes with no thanks. So. And Jesse, his his GoFundMe right now is as of one thirty seven. Uh, Central time is at seven point three million. Yeah, wow. yeah. When this start, when Monday night it was at like twelve hundred. Yeah, and in four days it's all the way up to seven million dollars. Yeah. So yeah. there are really, really good people still left in this world. So thank you to all of those who who donated. All right, back to Cowboys and Commanders. You know, I think defensively, when I think about Brian Robinson and what that presents. This is, to me, this is a test. Washington's eliminated. Yeah. I don't know if, you know, now that Ron Rivera knows that. He figured it out. He figured it out. <laughs> this is going to be, to me, a huge, huge test for that run defense for the Cowboys. This will be huge. Today they got Leighton Van Der Esch's back out working again on the practice field. Um, he won't play this Sunday. But they're saying all things and all signs point to him getting back for the playoffs. I haven't heard much of an update on Big Hankins, Big Jonathan Hankins in the middle. But it's the same. I think same. I'm still hoping he can get back for the playoffs. Too. Yeah, but I, you know, as I was coming in, I saw Leighton Vanderus moving out there, so that's a good thing. How big um, a loss has that been for this team? It, it seems to be a huge loss um, because sometimes you know you you need that guy. He may not be a great player. But he's a stabilizer. He gets guys in place. He gets the calls right. You know, he knows where to be, when to be there. He reads the keys. He can pass things off. So, you know, when there when there's audibles and adjustments, um, 
you know, he was he was I believe he was a green dot. He had he they had converted yeah. him to the green yeah. dot. So he was yeah. he was the one calling the plays in the huddle. So, you know, getting him back in there kind of almost settles the group mm-hmm. as a whole. Because you don't have to worry about where this call is coming from, who's making the changes, and yada, yada, yada. So that settles the guys down. And then, you know, being able to get a guy tackled at four yards is better than getting a guy tackled at eight yards. <laughs> you, <True>. Wow. <laughs> we, we have one problem on defense. One? One? one yes, wow. we do. We have yeah. one problem. Like singular. On, yes, one problem. <laughs> One, and and it it, it seems to never get addressed. We played the Titans, we played uh, the Eagles, we played uh, a, a good defense, a defense, a decent defense before that, and they did not let us run how we wanted to run. If we ever can get that one defensive lineman in the middle that can almost single-handedly stop the run game. And people say, where's the pass rush gone? That's where it's gone. Mm-hmm. If you can just get that one guy that's going to commit himself to saying, I'm controlling head of center, both gaps, both A gaps. If we can get that one guy that can do that right there, Damone Clark uh, learning curve will speed up. Leighton Vanderesh will be a different type linebacker. It, if we can just get that one guy, every team that is in the run for the playoffs that's going to make a dent defensively has that one guy, Clark with Green Bay, the big Samoan kid with, 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 with Tampa. Uh, Philadelphia got a boatload of them. <laughs> the, uh, the, the 49ers got one. You got to have that guy that's going to sit in the middle and at all costs, when he get when when, when he come out of his uniform, the, the, he falls virtually into a cold tub. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. We, was Hankins kind of that guy? He was he trying to – yeah, his? he was starting to be that guy. You – and that's why I say we have that one – problem and people people and it's just like getting putting together a major league baseball team we don't care nothing about the bullpen until the th- last third of the season then all of a sudden oh we don't have a bullpen mm. you got your closer you got you got uh parsons got your you got what's calling on the back end you got but we don't have that dog that sits in the middle of our defense i'm telling you when we get that We've had two 12-win seasons. We've had in and out of the playoffs over the last five or six years. And the same thing has gotten us. It's bully ball. If you ask me, my biggest concern is what if this team get a lead and they decide to play bully ball? Washington? Yeah. Mm. not, Not Washington. Because they shouldn't be able to beat us. Right. I'm just being honest. But, you know, anything can happen, though. Right. We've seen what happened to Philadelphia. But going into the playoffs, hey, man, they equal to us at every position, including quarterback. But they can do something that our defense can't stop, and that's to run the ball. Yeah. So we got the score now. Offense become a premium for us. We has to score, and we have to stay even our, our lead. We, we can't be – 
they score and we behind. It's got to be we score, they catch up. We score, they catch up. That, that's hard to play in the, NFL, in the NFL. I mean, and I'm sorry to go on that rant, yeah, rant man. I, but that, Pro football focus, and, you know, you take their grades how you want. They don't have any of our defensive interior guys ranked in the top 50. So, I don't know. That's goes Eight. to your point, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I watch football from a different point of view than most people, uh, you know, because, you know, Jesse can get all over me. He didn't. Because I'm telling you that, well, you couldn't have told me that number 85 wasn't the number two. You just couldn't have told me that. <laughs> Noah Brown, you couldn't have told me that. Huh? <laughs> Who was in here talking about Cooper Rush had the quickest release I've seen since, <laughs> since Dan Marino? But you ain't finna tell me what the, what the biggest problem on defense is. Yeah. You can bring back Layton. You can go get uh, Pepper, Pepper Rogers for the old Giants to come down here. Pepper Johnson. Pepper Johnson, whatever his name. You can get him. You ain't got nobody to help him. You ain't got nobody Where'd to help him. Where'd you pull Pepper Johnson out? You pulled Pepper Jeez. Johnson I used to out. Try to, I used to try to block him. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Pepper Johnson, man. Yeah. Yeah. He used to try to try. Remember, I, I got to go back to what yeah, I used to try to block. I'm about to say, you, you dug down deep for that one, man. Harry Carson. I had to block against that old hard dude, man. Every time I see him, I hug him. Every time I see him, <laughs> man, that's the first time I ever got my neck popped. Wow. Yeah. You, just put a hot, you put a hot towel on it? Oh, yes, yeah. I did. As soon as the game was over, I said, hey, Britt, Britt, bust me up a tower, dog. Oh, give, give me a hot compress. Yes, sir. That is some stem. No stem filler. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sitting in there drinking a beer. Every time I drive, I'm like, why well, I'm getting shot? Oh, I'm drinking a can of beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was one of the best highs ever. Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> to be. A fly on the wall. Yes, oh, sir. Man. Back in those days. Back in yeah. those days. Different scene. Uh, well, you about to say something, Kurt? Oh, um, can one guy uh, stop do that, though? Because a lot of these interior I, I, guys I'll only see, play like 40% of the snaps or whatever. Can one I, guy I, do it? I see him, Jerry Ball used to do it. Pepper I, Johnson? It, no, Jerry Ball for the D- Detroit Lions. He used to do it. I, I, I saw Jerome Brown. Used to do it. Now, these are different type dudes. And that's what I was arguing with a guy yesterday. If you had opportunity to have Jonathan uh, Allen or Deron Payne, would you not? These are guys that can literally say, you know what? I don't care nothing about no pass rush. I don't like this dude, and I'm I'm bullying him every play. So you got you knocking this guard in the backfield or this center in the backfield every play versus Deron because you're trying to show him Mm -hmm. something. I've seen guys do that. I saw Jerome Brown do one of my teammates like that named Crawford Kerr who sold him out. He sold him out. He had a a, a hyperextended elbow. And he told me, he said, call Jerome Brown because he had a good game against Jerome, the Philadelphia Eagles. He said, call your, tell your boy Jerome, yeah, I got a game ball. And he sent Coach Johnson a note. Coach Johnson said before the game, I'm not worried so much about Nate and Reggie White at the right tackle position. I'm worried about Jerome Brown and what he can do to the middle of our offense. And Crawford Kerr took exception to it. So we won that game. And Jerome Holler had no tackles. So he told me and Michael Irvin over at the Cowboys Cafe, he was drinking his beer, we having fun. You tell your boy Jerome. I said, nah, I'm not going to do that, Crawford. <laughs> he was hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we going to play him again, so I'm not going to do that. Michael Irvin looked at him and said, what? He said, yeah, tell your boy I handled him. Like, <laughs> yo, man, Jerome, 
Crawford Kerr said he dog you. <laughs> he said, you tell your boy, Crawford, that I will be the captain the next time we play. I will walk out on that field, and I won't have eyes for him. <laughs> and, and Crawford Kerr like, okay. We played them. I'm at right tackle. And all of a sudden, Reggie hip-tossing me, and I look up, and I'm on top of Troy. I'm like, no, nah, this dude ain't threw me on Troy. <laughs> and then I saw a flag go across my face. I'm like, wow. And I'm like, how did I get to Troy so quick? <laughs> you know, is Reggie pick? Did he, what did he do to me to get me on top? Well, what done happened is Jerome done took Crawford and picked him up and slammed him on top of Troy. <laughs> and knocked in my way. And he was trying to hold Jerome, and he got a flag. I got up, and I looked at Crawford. Crawford looked at me, and I said, the beatings has begun. <laughs> and at the end of that game, the next day we went and watched film. He, we went out. Crawford looked at me and said, man, you called Jerome <laughs> and tell him he's a man. Just like that. I looked across at Crawford and he said, yeah, man. He said, I ain't never been beat like that. Well, he was mad enough to open his mouth, and he was mad enough to apologize. Well, so brother. You got to respect that. Bro, when you got a dude that can control the run game like Jerome did, and when you got a dude that can control the game like Jonathan Allen or Deron Payne, it's a different world, yeah. brother. Yep. <clears throat> All right, well, I got to control this show and get us <laughs> out of here. Hey, that, I mean, that was a good story. No, that, was a, that was a fantastic story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to interrupt it for that. We're going to see that through. That was a great story. Yeah. Um, but before Nui and the crew gets back in here to the Players' Lounge, you know, they come to the window looking like homeless people, but we love them nonetheless. Oh, wow. All right, man, for Nate, appreciate you. Kurt, appreciate you. Chris, audio I jazz. Pre- you know, not the shirt. I appreciate you, but not the shirt. I appreciate oh, you and the wow. shirt. No, nah, man, we ain't going to be commander up in him. We, we, no, nah, we, ain't, we ain't about that. Like, he man up to put the shirt on. We, we about to be man up to go out there and whoop him. No, we ain't got a different how, how our result is based on my shirt. I don't get paid near enough. <laughs> oh, man, we appreciate you all. For Nate, for Kurt, for Jesse Holly. we are hanging with the boys until we next time. Got felt. Oh, we, we I hope y'all felt this out today. Felt. We got felt. We I didn't gonna, say that right we, no, no, no. But tomorrow we will be taking your call, so call in and uh we'll have a little fun tomorrow. I bought a book. I'll bring it in tomorrow to show you guys the book Computer, that I finally you gonna bought. let him on for two or three minutes. Maybe. Okay. We'll see. We'll see how I feel tomorrow. <laughs> I nah, your medals nah. in your <laughs> Computer, I hope your medals and your dental is right because you might not get on. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, again, we are hanging with the boys until tomorrow. We out. This you has too. been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!